Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, Wastelanders. It's that time again. It is the Fallout feed. (laughs) As you can tell, we're all super excited tonight. (laughs) It's our favorite time of the week. Yeah. Uh, Now, remember, we are super interested in your feedback. So, you know, tweet us, Facebook us. Um, The best way to reach us is at uh, our email, Gmail, thefalloutfeed at gmail.com. If you want to be part of our roundtable, go ahead and email, email us at thefalloutfeedroundtable at gmail.com. And this week I am joined, as ever, by Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hello, Gara. Hi. And we have Dennis again with us this week. Hey, Dennis. Hi, Kara. How are you? Pretty awesome. How about you? Doing well, thank you. Welcome awesome. back, Dennis. Good to have you, man. Uh, well, I, I missed last week because I was trying to catch up with my roundtable character, and I was up until the wee hours to try and be sure I got my feedback in because I didn't want to get yelled at by the teacher. It really is a hard, <laughs> hard, you know, you got to be so dedicated to this project. The the ruthless rulers at the top of this thing, they're just cracking whips. They're, yeah. you know, kicking so asses. So the ruthless ruler himself. Oh, man. <laughs> Those jerks! You just gotta tell them to relax. It's just a well, podcast. Well, it's just—it's just such an unbearably high standard that you know, it, it sometimes it's just crushing. Yeah, I know it's—it's it's ridiculous the the high, super super high standards we have over here. Mm. We had to fire someone last week because you know they're just not up to par anymore. It's just, well, you're not I, pulling I your noticed, weight. I know. I noticed Pat isn't here, so he might well, be wallowing in shame. He's, he is. Suspended, shall we say? Yeah, for now. kind of like a forced extended leave. Kind of <laughs> well, as long as he's willing to uh, write us a nice note of apology, you know, anything yeah. could happen. Well, he's, <laughs> he also said he he has to buy us dinner too. I thought I thought I remember him saying that. Right? Oh, definitely. <clears throat> so, um, uh, when are we gonna do an ASA uh, get together gathering? That's a good question. Aren't we kind of all over the place? We're all over the damn place, including yeah. lots of people in England, and even I think about half of our uh, constituency lives in Australia or something. There's, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of Aussies out there. Sweet. And I hope they notice I said Aussies and not Aussies. Kind of like saying Melbourne instead of Melbourne. Well, okay, um, that is something that bugs me um, <laughs> because. It? You know, we should just say Melbourne because that's how in America we would pronounce it. It's not like when we say, oh, I'm going to Germany, I'm going to Berlin. You know, we say I'm going to, <laughs> we say I'm going to Berlin. You know, we don't, we don't pronounce it the way that we're not going to Mexico City. 
you know. Well, you go to sometimes Mexico, people so. say, oh, well, I'm vacationing in Pali this summer. Yeah, and you slap those people because they're yes. dumb, right? Yeah, okay. yes, you do, with the back of the hand, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, I just make it a point to be sure I still say Quincy instead of Quincy, just so I can piss Victor off to oh, make yeah, sure yeah, he's yeah. listening. <laughs> those East Coasters are, are quick to hop on us over here. Well, you're from the East Coast. You should know better. Well, yeah, I was born on. in California, so I. Oh, no, really you're just—you have no idea, then, do you? No, I, oh, I'm corrected constantly. I, I I can't tell the difference between a Philly and a New York accent. My wife hates me every day for it. Yeah, I I uh, I went to school just outside of Philadelphia, and I always loved the Philadelphia accent with uh, things like water. Like, yeah, water. I can't I can't even say it. It's such a weird pronunciation of the word. It's like W O O R D E R, water or something. It's, I don't know. You Philly people. You you crazy over there? Well, my wife my wife is a uh, a Spanish teacher and she also speaks French, but she's oh, uh, convinced Lord. that Philly is the epitome of all accents. So all accents? Yes. Oh. Not New York or London, huh? Uh, evidently awesome. not. Sweet. Although I am a big fan of the uh, Colin calling from Colin calling from Oh Colin, my God, I can't Colin, even do it. It's a tongue Colin, twister. Colin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, that's There's one of my favorite parts man. of the aspect. Of, of the podcast every week is going to say, I'm Colin, Colin, and oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I was scared that I was, was going to point it out one time, then he would just stop doing it forever, but he still says it, just just for my well, sake, I think. Well, now that I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon, too, I'm sure it'll be like too mu- too overwhelming for him, yeah, and that'll be just, the end of that. Well, I don't even think he listens to this show, so it's fine. We can say whatever we <laughs> want. No. I noticed it only after you pointed it out in that one episode, and I was like, yeah, he better not stop that. That's pretty awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and we got um, some more feedback from uh, someone named Roy. I hope we get to that um, in the next couple of shows, just because it is an accent to die for. I don't oh. know. I don't. I, it has to be England or UK somewhere. I have no idea where. But uh, oh man, Roy, well, let's get to your feedback here. Uh, speaking of feedback, here, uh, did you guys want to get into some feedback for this week? We were going to uh, spin off maybe another show, not like a whole new different show, but um, do our roundtable feedback in a little different manner this season. Last season, I think I've mentioned this before, that we just used to tack it onto the end of the show sort of like as an afterthought. But I was thinking that's kind of a wasted opportunity to have good um, community interaction with the people in the Facebook group or on Twitter because, you know, that's that's the one thing that we do like to promote on um, the ASA Podcasting Network and all of our community is, uh, you know, everyone coming together and having lots of interaction and all that. So we decided that instead of uh, just hacking on to the end of the show, that we would actually incorporate feedback into the show and maybe have us listen to it live and then so we can react to it and, uh, you know, actually bounce ideas off of each other and answer some questions and all that. So uh, would you guys like to get into some feedback this evening? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, Dennis, guess who's is first? Oh, that's that's mean, man. <laughs> that is mean. That's, that's horrible. It's on the top of the list, but we do not have to do yours if you are sitting here. I can actually tack yours onto the end if you'd want me to. Yeah, you can tack it onto the end. Okay, uh, that's uh, cool. I, I have enough shame going on already. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I, I thought that if you and Pat showed up tonight, I'd be like, oh, man, it'd be awkward because you'd sit there and listen to your own feedback. Uh, just be well, I, I did mine super late at night with no energy and probably more than a, a beer or two in me. So I, I probably well, yeah, shoot, I, I that sounds great, man. I'll shoot. Now we're all excited about it. But we'll go ahead and start off the uh, the feedback um, this week. The roundtable feedback, uh, season two, episode one, 
we're starting here with Justin. Uh, so, Justin, thank you for writing into the show. Hi, this is Justin, and I went with the Minuteman General build. I used General Bethlehem from the movie The Postman as my starting point. Have you guys seen the movie The Postman? Uh, years and years ago, yeah. Was that the Kev- was that a Kevin Costner one, right? Yeah. I am movie ignorant, so... Yeah, That's what, I haven't seen everything. Waterworld were supposed to be the ones that killed his uh, career. I don't... Hey, I, I saw Waterworld Water in the theater. Great. Yeah. Was it great? I, I hardly remember it. I remember um, the bad guy from Speed and um, Easy Rider. What's that dude's name? Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper yeah. was uh, was in that. I remember that. There's something about <laughs> drinking your urine or something, recycling your pee. I think I remember something about that. Well, uh, I thought everybody did that. Yeah, you well, kind of have to. Well, I do that now, but... <laughs> Supposed to be good for it. You guys ever talk to a yoga instructor? Those guys believe in that sort of thing. Mm. You gotta <laughs> gotta reabsorb those vitamins you're expelling unnecessarily, Kara. Come on. Yeah, well, my my body is definitely not done by yoga. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Back to the postman here. Before we get into the assigned quest, I did something I had no idea could be done. During the Deathclaw fight, at the start, I shot the tail off of it while it was fighting the other raiders. This seemed to remove its ability to dodge and weave and made it a lot easier to kill. I decided... Okay, so what did, what did he say there? He he, what did he do to that death claw? He that, shot off the tail. I didn't even know you could do that. The, the tail. I didn't even. That must be a a vast thing. The tail is just one of those things that hangs out at the back of the animal. So it's kind of like the the power core or whatever it's called on on the power armor. It's something you know you mm-hmm. always want to aim for, but I never. I always get a zero percent because it's always on the back of something. That's interesting. I never even thought about getting the tail of the death claw. Have you done that, Dennis? No, honestly, I just shoot. Uh, normally, I'm using the the mini gun, and I have nothing in uh, big guns, so I'm just shooting yeah. for center mass and praying that I hit something. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm always aiming for that body, body, body. Yeah, me three. Yeah. I mean, it's also so early in the game, so you're not really generally, depending on your build, that great with uh, you know damage or what have you. So yeah. you kind of go with what you can aim at best and shoot, but. I guess this build might have been a little different. Hi, this is... Oops. I should have known he would be a problem from the start. As we slowly crawled our way, I heard the sound of mole rats nearby. Seconds before, they sprung up all around us. As we stood up to fight them, I heard the sound of a suicider. Worried that we had stumbled too close to some super mutants, I quickly looked around and seen a mole rat had mine strapped to his back. What? I barely had what? time to turn and start to run as Preston took a shot at it and blew us all up. Uh, okay, what do you say? A mole rat? Wh- who? Who what? got close enough to a mole rat to strap strapped a, a bomb device to it and then just yeah. let it go free? <laughs> That's a satellite station, Olivia. There's a, a couple mole rats there that uh, have bombs strapped to them. What's the backstory for that? I have no idea. I just know that I wandered up there one day, and I'm like, oh, there's a mole rat. I'll just kill that real quick, and walked up a little bit too close to it, and in pieces I went. Wow. So, okay, so is what's strapped to them? Is it, uh, like, one of those little mini-nukes, or is it no, something? No, it's like, it's like a bottle cap. It kind of looks like a bottle cap mine. That's interesting, because the mole rat would be moving, so you would think that it would set it off. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. And I really don't remember any other locations. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are some, and everybody on the Internet can correct me. But uh, I, I know I've definitely seen them at uh, Satellite Station Olivia, but I don't remember seeing them anywhere else. Is it like that guy who trained, quote-unquote, trained the Meyer Lurks? So there's someone out there, quote-unquote, training mole rats? That's the uh, second reference I've heard to this Meyer Lurk trainer in the last couple of days. I forget, where did that take place? Wasn't it? I wanted to say it's a vault, but I can't remember because I've only run across that guy in like my very first or second playthrough. Uh, so I haven't run into him again. Yeah, so that's, I, can't... I, I vaguely remember running into him before, but uh, yeah. that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, someone mentioned it on the Facebook group yeah. either today or yesterday, yeah, 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 and that exactly. reminded me about it. Claws are for hugging. <laughs> Thankfully, it was just a standard mind, and all it resulted in was a minor heart attack and a crippled leg. <laughs> After a few more hours of sneaking, we had finally arrived at Far Harbor. Preston and I were coolly greeted by the town, but it was under attack, so off we dashed to the gates to their aid. This was where I learned two things. First off, level 8 is way too low for Far Harbor. Oh, and second, man, yeah. Preston is a suicidal beast. <laughs> what, what level were you guys when you showed up to Far Harbor? Um, I think I waited until I was 10. That's pretty good. Yeah, and then I, I didn't stick around long. I was like, I would prefer to go level yeah, up. Yeah, I, I stuck it out. It was really tough, though. I've I've gone through so many bullets and caps and things just getting, you know, all of all of my medical stuff taken care of. It's it's been ridiculous at this low of level being over. I'm up to level 20 now, but when I showed up, I think I was level 4 or 5 when I first set foot on Far Harbor. And it it is ridiculously tough there at the beginning. Dennis, what 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 do you show up with? Yeah, see, I I remembered I thought I remember reading on the Facebook group that you showed up Andrew at a, like level 7. Was it 7? I'm like yeah. that. Well, I, I I might be misremembering. No, it very well could that, be, yeah. And uh, I'm like, there's there's no way. I'm like, forget about it. I think I was like 15, 16, 17 when yeah. I went. That's probably a little smarter. I've Everything I come across, just because I'm so low-leveled, um, it it's, doesn't necessarily mean that it is a, a peak-level enemy, but most of the things I come across have skulls next to them just because they're mm-hmm. so much higher level than me. Right, mm-hmm. Let's let's uh see what Justin continues well, on. Oh, yeah. Sorry, what? Well, it looks like someone's extended leave is uh, a leave period is over. So, Pat, when did what level did you first oh, come to the island too. at? Oh, uh, with with my original character or the uh, round like, table? Yeah, we well, round table round, feedback here. Round table, I'm like at uh, twenty or so. See, that's that's smartest of all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is, so that, think, is that what you showed up to the island with? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was. It may have been nineteen or nineteen, but it was around twenty. Yeah, um, that's a little smarter, and it, probably. And those first couple quests, you know, if if you don't like get drawn into the hand to hand combat with the gulpers and just stay up on the wall, it's okay. Yeah, and everything else is pretty manageable because you have long pillow. And, well, and you you go down, you go down and fight them hand to hand. No, no, no! Your your stupid freaking companions do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, def- jerks. I, I definitely had a problem with that. I had to just give up and leave my companions on the dock. Yeah. But, Stay but here. At, honestly, it's not the gulper fight that that really does the most damage to you. It's the damn townspeople with the Molotovs that are throwing them willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. That, I, you mean true. that's not helpful? Just throwing it willy nilly. 
Well, I mean, I felt much warmer than I did on the boat. <laughs> there I caught you a chill go. on the way over. Cured my chill yeah. to the boat. Hey, uh, Pat, just so you know what we're doing tonight, we're um, doing some roundtable feedback. So we, we're listening to uh, Justin's um, feedback right now. We'll, we'll continue. Oh, terrific, terrific. We'll continue on with that. At this point in the Minuteman general build, you have you make a few modifications to your laser musket, which I had very little ammo for, and are okay with melee attacks, which equal a quick death on the island. Thus, I stood on top of the wall, slowly plinking away at the monsters outside, ravishing the town folks who were begging us for help. Preston would have none of this, however, and tossed a Molotov or five over the wall, quickly turning the night into a bat- nighttime battle into a hellscape as people screamed, <laughs> monsters danced between the filings, <laughs> and I ineffectively shot into the mess. All was going okay until one of the monsters stormed the gate. When Preston threw his next two cocktails, they both shattered at our feet, catching the entire wall on fire. After those of us still alive ran for our lives, I looked back, and he was gone. As the fire subsided, I retook my place on the wall and looked over to see my man Preston down on the ground, bashing the monsters in the head with a pipe. Finally, after the fight took about an hour, it had all calmed down. With a sigh, I walked out onto the harbor and into the hands of fate. Oh, good lord. We figured we needed to gain some more experience, and Preston and I wandered off into the distance. Quickly, we found ourselves outside the Cliff's Edge Hotel. The fight to the vault went fairly well. Well, up until we came across the glowing one. Oh, no. None of my guns were powerful enough to hurt it. So, as a panic, I decided to just bum rush it and try the meat cleaver. Oh, this no. was my last desperate attempt. As I stood over its corpse, what? I was amazed. What? Did he just say as I stood yeah. over its corpse? Yeah, yeah, roll that back. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he actually got it. I was going to say, yeah, good luck with that. I bet you he just um, reloaded and, and tucked tail and, and turned and ran to Acadia himself. But geez, standing over the corpse. I'm here. Let's listen to that. Never underestimate the Minutemen. I ran across my first glowing one on my main character at level 20, and he killed me twice before I was able to kill him with a nuke. I just gutted one with a meat cleaver at level 8. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) Have you guys ever noticed, this is one thing I've noticed a lot with glowing ones in my game, um, that they're on these floating rafts out in the middle of the river, or off the coastline, just like 20 yards or something, or they could be further out, but they just stand there and they can't get off the raft, so they're just really easy snipe targets have you have you guys noticed that ever that's happened to me like 20 times that i just come across glowing ones stranded out in the middle of a, a river yep i've that, seen that that seems to be a big far harbor edition because i remember first going to far harbor and looking across the water and going there's a glowing one out there what the hell is he doing yeah, out he's there just he's just standing, standing there. there yeah and it ha- it seems to happen more and more and you know unless it's a legendary i really don't waste the ammunition on it i'm just like all right well you i'll know, see you enjoy. Have fun, buddy yeah i've actually knocked them off and without killing them, and they just stand at the bottom of the water then, too. They don't, like, run around. <laughs> unless unless the banks were too steep for it to run out or something. I'm not sure if that were the case. but That makes know. no... Like, if this was an actual zombie, that would make sense. But these are things that are supposed to have, you know, humans, just rotted brains. Like, it shouldn't be able to breathe at the bottom of the water. Well, they don't need to breathe, do they? They should. I mean... No, I mean, they're dead, so they don't need to breathe. I, are, I thought but that they ghouls were, oh, aren't uh, dead. Are feral ghouls dead? 
No, not Farragul's. Zombies. No. Okay. All right, let's They're... say, uh, Justin, let's go back with you here, buddy. Clearing out that encounter, I decided to help gather the tools to fix the wall since, well, my friend probably caused most of the damage. However, I was dreadfully low on supplies and caps to replace them. I did, however, have a lot of raw meat. Was, uh, he's talking about the tools. The mariner sends you out to get tools or something, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. As we topped the hill, we could see a fire off in the distance. Quickly, we ran to it, only to find it was contaminated and we could not cook there. That was the least of our problems, however, as a group of super mutants attacked us. Oh, no. After a long and bloody fight, I had only one stem pack, one round for my laser musket, and 33 <laughs> bullets left in my rifle. Things oh, no. were looking dim indeed. With a heavy heart, I did something I didn't think I was capable of. Truthfully, it was out of desperation, but that doesn't make it any easier. See, we'd finally found the supplies, and we left the building. I was greeted by a man who offered me around 2,000 caps for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite parts here. I love this. I added up my odds and threw my last two bullets into his head. Oh, no. That's not what I expected to happen. That's the opposite of what I expected. decided it was for the best. Oh, buddy. Next, we decided... Okay, to... he set that up like I was so low on supplies, and this angel came to me with a, pr a present of of 2,000 caps with which I could get any supplies that I wanted and all the bullets and everything. So I shot him in the head. <laughs> well, you obviously went for the Colin option there. Yes, uh, the Colin influence is deep within this group. No. Where, well, everything just kind of happened normally. Uh, the only thing of note was that I had to straight up confront Dima with uh, Sakumi's issue because I couldn't lockpick or hack. That oh, yeah, that's a problem. Rather awkward. But it was an interesting encounter. After yeah, it's, it's tough running around Acadia there trying to find this information. Without being, you know, you're low level, so you can't hack or, or lockpick anything. But I think you have to, like, steal some stuff off of Faraday's desk at one point. And I think you just got to be mm -hmm. super shady running around this place. And they were just so open-armed to you when you show up. You're like, oh, please, explore Acadia and look at all of the wondrous things we have to offer, you know. And well, they are to a up. certain point because I had the same problem. Like, I, uh, my character is supposed to be, you know, someone who will eventually become a super hacker. But yeah. the level I was at when I first got there, um, the Fudge Muppet build did not have me at, you know, the level I needed to to hack the terminals. So I also straight up confronted Dima, too. Yeah. And when you talk, when you just straight up confront him and say, hey, you know, there are these issues I'm hearing about, Dima goes, um... You let us worry about that. That's not your concern. <laughs> Go along. I'm patting you on the head. Yes, Goodbye get now. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's the only part where they're hey. really closed off, and then all you have to do is, you know, hunker down and spy because you get that. You get a key, um, or you can get a key. Uh, it's in Dima's terminal room, but it's up on the walkway above it at the oh. very end of it there's a table with a key on it and you can use that to unlock the storage room in the basement and that's where you hide and you listen into their super secret meeting and then you go upstairs and you're like hey so i found this out and demon's like oh okay. want to help 
I, I also found a key um, just up in the observatory room. If you just go upstairs, there's this winding stairway and then the, the sort of an upper level around the, the rim of the room. There's a key on that desk up there. I forget. What, what was that key for? That's the key. That is the key. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Here we go, Justin. This, we decided to head off to the Nexus to meet the children of Adam. Oh. This was something I had never done before for my first run. I just killed them all at first sight. I have a long uh. of history with the <laughs> followers of Adam. Yeah, boo. Come on. We're all, we're all big fans of the, fa- the, uh, the children of Adam here. Come on. And the glow. Give yeah. him, mm-hmm. Feel the glow, baby. Feel the glow. <laughs> so he's he's going off uh, a little further into the storyline than we set up for the first roundtable yeah. uh, episodes. Well, we'll just see what he has to say. He's got another minute here. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll I'm just saying, he's an overachiever making us a boy, Justin. Oh. boy. <laughs> However, after doing the missions a little bit in there, these guys, well... Now I feel a little bad. They're they're not necessarily justifiable, but they're okay people. Uh, Damn straight. Apparently they're right. I mean, I did have the vision, and the island clearly wants me to do something. So yeah. Well, maybe I'll continue working with them for a little while longer. Tetkus seems to be the only one that seems to be a real problem anyway. Um, the other people are just uh, so far. I'm loving this build. Of the circumstances. I went from level eight to fifteen on the island, and boy, was it a struggle! I have never done a lot of melee before, and this is a blast. Nice. I can't wait until I can finally get a weapon that I can upgrade fully instead of just adding another claw to. Uh, Add another claw to. That means he's got the the a death claw gauntlet thing. Nice. Um, for melee weapons, I like, I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce it, Krem's Tooth. I uh, think that's right. Over at uh, Dunwich Boar's, sort of in the, where is that? It's on the northern half, I think, sort of in the north middle or northeast quadrant, maybe. Northeast. Northeast, yeah. Yeah. So Dunwich Boar's, um, if you want to go back to the mainland and get a really good melee weapon, I'm sure there's one on the island. I know that there was something kind of like a ripper or a chain something that I, I picked up on, on Far Harbor. It was like a mini chainsaw that you, you know, stick into someone's gut and then rip them apart type of Yeah, thing. that's good because it has the uh, stagger effect on it. Yeah, and extra bleeding damage or something was the legendary effect I found on it. So You yeah. can get uh, these fish hook things. Oh, yeah, the hooks, yeah. Yeah, those are pretty good, too. Um, you get one, is it Avery? No, not Avery. Someone gives you one. I think you get one from the Mariner at one point. Mariner. That's probably it. All right. Let's see what... Justin's finishing up here. Just a few more seconds. I haven't done a lot of building yet on settlements so far, and that's my only real regret since, well, that's kind of the whole idea of the build. But I expect that to change in the future. Oh, okay. That looks like that was uh, Justin's submission. Thank you so much for writing in, Justin. That was great. Yes. Yeah, was Good job, great. Justin. Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. It was great to hear from you. Uh, you did a great job. Please uh, do more of the same. Send us in and, um, some more updates for your next episode. That, that was great. Good job, Justin. Uh, so we've got Casey next, and Casey is usually on the show, and that's uh, no offense, Casey. Of course, we'd love to have you here, but you know, now now that you're not here, we can actually play your feedback. So. Uh, 
We'll go ahead and see what Casey has to say. Hello, everyone at the Fallout Roundtable. This is Casey with my Season 2, Episode 1, Santa update. Let me turn this up a little bit. I got the assigned the Santa Fudge Muppet build, which if you've yes! seen the videos... That's fun. I love it. It's a lot shorter and less structured than the other ones. It basically just says, this is what you look like, these are the weapons you use, and these are the perks you use. So, I'm bad at character building as far as looks. I tried to make them look similar, give them white beard... White hair. Made him bigger. Oh, it worked. Eight, Look eight, at his Twitter feed. Six it worked. Strength, one perception, ten endurance, three charisma, six intelligence, one agility, and one luck. He focuses on heavy weapons, <laughs> and he wears Hancock's red coat with the ballistics weave. So I had to do quite a bit of prep to get all the weapons necessary before I could journey off to uh, Far Harbor. So I got the junk jet by helping out the Brotherhood of Steel a little bit. Got the broadside cannon by doing the USS Constitution mission. <coughs> I got the cry later by getting Kate from the combat zone and having her lock pick the case it was in. You guys know anything about the Santa build? Like it, se- it seems like he's picking up all of the like cool, weird guns. You know what I mean? Really, really for that build, it was it was kind of a one-off from what uh, Michael and Scott normally do. It was just you know, it was more of an aesthetic kind of thing where it's like, well, this is what kind of Santa looks like, and he would just use like random kind of weapons and you know effects. It was more it was more just for it was kind of a obviously a fun seasonal thing than a serious build on their part. Uh huh. I was surprised to hear that he was only assigned uh, one in luck because to me, I don't know, it kind of seems like Santa's associated with all things magical and luck. Yeah, yeah. and luck is pretty magical if yeah. you have yeah. it. Great. I have to jack this up a little bit, so if you, if you have to chime in while his feedback is playing, just do it quietly, okay? <laughs> I got the shotgun from Libertalia just by storming the place and killing everyone. And bought a flamer from someone. And so I joined the railroad to get the ballistics weave. And I actually ended up doing... I got kind of wrapped up in the railroad missions and did quite a bit of railroad missions for them. So I was able to get accidentally by level 23 by the time I got to Far Harbor... So I was able to put perks in all of my assigned perks, which is... Wow, he, he was already at level 23 when he showed up. That was, blows all of us out of the water. Well, no, not Pat. But... <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense, though, with what he was talking about in terms of prep that he had to do. Yeah, he had to go all over the place and find all sorts of crazy guns and stuff. Yeah. One thing, if I could ask, just I'd be interested uh, when people are doing their submissions, if they tell us what... Uh what level difficulty they're playing on. Yeah, that's a good call, too. 
right, let's I mean, because not not that you know I'm I'm grading people on their difficulties. It's just that it's, <laughs> it's some of the stuff of like, uh, yeah, I went to Far Harbor at level two, and I'm, I'm like, wow, really? I'm like, I, would, <laughs> I would I would I wouldn't even survive the boat trip if I was doing that on survival. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will first and foremost tell you that when I'm playing Roundtable, I automatically jack it the difficulty lower because I have to take notes and stuff while I play, and so that's already a time-consuming process. So yeah. when I'm playing Roundtable, I will play at either one one or two levels below medium. What is medium? Normal? Yeah. Normal, so, yeah. So I'll, I'll do I – what are those called? I don't even remember. But uh, usually just one bump below normal is what I'll play my round table on. And actually, I had to bump it up because I uh, got a couple of perks that are already making me slightly OP in certain areas with with my character build. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not playing teacher here and grading everybody on how they're doing because certainly I'm not the uh, best gamer in the world. I just, it's it would be interesting to... Yeah. Uh, to that's, hear what you know, if you're talking about your build and what you're going up against, it's it's interesting to no, know that what is a good thing people are playing on. And that's something I've always thought that I was like, who cares? I I play for fun. I get super frustrated if I die a hundred times in a row anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, all right. I so, did in the. Oh, I, I lost care for a second there. Uh oh. Well, we'll continue on with Casey. Gunner, Rifleman, Armorer, Gun Nut, Science, Lone Wanderer, Life Giver, Solar Powered, Scrounger, and Strong Back. So I headed off to Far Harbor. I talked to Ellie, met the Nakanos, investigated the house, tracked Kusami Kasumi to Far Harbor. And at that point I had the option of going back to the railroad headquarters and meeting a character named Boxer and talking to her about the synth refuge that I found. Did uh, any of you guys rat out any of your respective um, factions? Not yet for the round table, but I did for my first playthrough. What, what, What was your situation? That was the Brotherhood of Steel was the one I had joined with at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were mostly, at, at first, the guy I was talking to was just kind of like, oh, why should we care? I really don't. And so I explained it a little more to him, and he's like, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. You keep spying on them, and you let us know what's going on. And then nothing else ever happened. You keep doing all the work, and I'll just sit here and not do anything. You just keep doing that, soldier. So basically the Bethesda experience. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds good. All right, Casey. For that I heard about. So she basically said, uh, yeah, go investigate. We're not sure if it's real or not, but we've heard about it too. Um, So I went back to Far Harbor. I met the Harborman people, and that was the end of the first mission. Second mission started with me having to help defend the front gates from gulpers and anglers. And I was able to ask about Kasumi, the people, and they pointed me toward old young fellow. He said he would help me find Acadia for a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and I basically walked. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love old old Longfellow, surly old bastard sitting in the corner. Won't help you without giving him a 
bottle of daddy juice. I still can't get over his change of tone once you're out walking with him. You know, at first she's like, oh, no, I have nothing to do with you, you mainlander, blah, blah, blah. And then you're out walking in the woods with him, and he's going, well, you know, I've got this lovely little cabin, you know, just a little bit, uh, you know, ways away from Far Harbor, and you know, just drop by any time, just bring a drink with you, you know, play some games. He always has to work in something about bringing a drink along. And I like his just normal walking around phrases when he's just like, you're like, you know, you turn to him and you ask him about your relationship, which is always an awkward conversation that you never turn to anyone and ask them directly anyway. But you turn to him and you're like, so what do you think of our relationship? And you're acting, you're asking this old surly alcoholic, which is awkward in the first place. <sighs> but then he's always like, oh, the, we've got the fog, but, you know, as long as I've got my gun and a, a good friend and a, and a pint to drink, then we'll, uh, life ain't too bad or something. And I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Let's finish up with Casey here. With him to the front door of Acadia, and we parted ways. Um, but as he left, he said I could use his cabin as a settlement, so that's where I'll store out my junk. That's That's nice of him. At least for the time being. The third mission starts when I enter Acadia, and I met a synth named Dima. He seemed friendly, and he said I could talk to Kasumi. And I had the option at that point to tell him about the railroad, and tell him I was a member of it, and he was not impressed at all. <laughs> down on the railroad, and did not approve of their use of mind wipes on the synths. So I went down to Kasumi, talked to her, asked her why she was here and everything, and she seemed to really like it there, although she had doubts about Dima's um, past and his goals going forward, and he asked me to kind of spy on him. Um, I don't have lockpicking or hacking ability, so I basically just had to talk to him, and he kind of confessed to a few things, and He said if I helped him get his memories from the Nexus before the children of Adam find them, then that would uh, save people's lives and that would give me more insight into what he's doing there. So I agreed to go help him do that. And I went back to railroad headquarters, spoke to Boxer again, and was able to confirm that Acadia does exist and she was excited about that and she said that she would go to Far Harbor herself and talk to Dima to see if the railroad and the synths can work together since they seem to have common goals so the first three Far Harbor missions um, were pretty simple didn't take a lot of no combat or anything other than killing a few gulpers and anglers and I will pick up next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. That's that's great. Thanks uh, thanks for writing in, Casey. Uh, it's always good to hear from you, especially since you can't be on the show tonight when uh, you're sorely missed. Yeah. Well, did did he say that someone did not approve of the synth mind wipes? Uh, what 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 what? Who? What did he say? I couldn't uh, hear it on my end, but he said something about you know after he. Uh, confessed himself to be a railroad member and telling them about them, uh, he kind of okay. faded out for me. And he, uh, but I heard something about like not 
uh, impressed with the mind wipes or, or not a, not was, a, did not approve of the mind wipes. That's probably I think, fair. I think I think Dima is actually against the mind wipes. I, is he? I know Faraday definitely is. No, because he did a mind wipe on but what's her face against himself. He's he's because I just talked to him a few minutes ago before we were podcasting, and he was saying, "Oh, um, you know," I asked him about his past. He's like, "Oh, but I escaped the institute, and luckily I, you know, didn't have a mind wipe on me. Luckily, you know, like he he's obviously making some sort of judgment of, upon the the sense who did have a mind wipe on them. It was like definitely better to not have your mind wiped." Oh, I scared. like him less and less and yeah. less and less the more I find creepy. out about this asshole. Yeah, I, I was asking him about his like previous relationship with Dima and all that, and I'm, I'm kind of thinking he instead of being like this helpful um, guy to this whole cause, that he's kind of like a manipulative puppet master, not puppet master to Dima because Dima's definitely in control. But you know, Faraday, there's something weird going on with him, definitely. Just one of those manipulative kind of people. But he's yeah. also – someone else – I can't remember who, but someone else at Acadia was making reference to Faraday's kind of reverence of Dima. And someone said, I know he's in love, but come on or something like that. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, aha, confirmed. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to get that to work, um, that whole uh, – who is the lady synth? The one story down who – had the the horrible brain headache and like oh I can't take it right now this is Faraday's wrapped up with her I didn't get that quest to work the first time through so I'm trying to get that to work this time I can't really figure Same. out how to get it to launch I remember her original name was Jules or Juliet Jewel, I yeah. don't remember what her new name is yeah, and I found her locker which is locked I need to get into there somehow yeah, like there's 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 something of hers on that ship somewhere, that shipwreck somewhere, and then there's also something oh, yeah. in Acadia, and I'm like, I, something to <laughs> there. Yeah, I need to figure that out. Uh, Pat, do you have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, so Fair- yeah, Faraday is uh, he's definitely sketchy, uh, and, and and I had the same bug issue because uh, I uh, uh, I I actually dealt with Dima sort of accidentally, like Dima. Dima's in-game like progresses sort of is sort of very linear once you start it. Like you know, the, like the things happen, and I didn't have a chance to turn in the things to Faraday, so I actually still have that bug in my quest log. I like turn in the uh, memory disk to Faraday, and he won't take them because he's all he's all Moby because Dima is dead in my game. So uh, <laughs> that didn't take uh, long. Yeah, so I hate Faraday because he's all bugged out and won't let me clear that quest. <laughs> See, there's just no reason to like Faraday. Yeah, that's right. At all. Unlikable on all fronts. Mm. And he has big ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does kind of have a weird shaped face. You know, he does, yeah. Something. It's it's certainly interesting. Yeah. I wonder who he was supposed to replace. Yeah. Well, guys, that was our uh, first batch of feedback for um, episode one. We just got to two. We got to Justin and Casey. We've got plenty more feedback to get to. So uh, we will uh, sign off for this week, but tune in next episode when we will also hear some more feedback. We will get to Lee. Uh, we'll also hear some from Ray and Roy, definitely. And uh, who knows, maybe even some Dennis and Patrick. We might have to spin those off into their own episodes because, guys, you brought the heat with your feedback. So I don't know if anybody told you that. Jeez. Good stuff. <laughs> no, nothing succeeds wait. like excess. Yes. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear them now. 
Yeah. Uh, so we will go ahead and sign off for this evening, but uh, tune in with us next week when we'll get into more feedback for Season 2 of the Fallout Roundtable. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, the Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. See you in the wasteland. <laughs> see you on the island. Bye. <laughs> the island. Good. Although I am a big fan of the uh, call, calling from Colin, calling from oh Colin, my god, I can't Colin, even do it. It's a tongue Colin. twister. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.